Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caregiving Gen X Style. I am Steve Mullen. And I'm Jennifer Mullen. You know, as Gen Xers, we have had a lot of wise influences in our lives. But one of the wisest was Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid movies, right? We all remember him, sure. Definitely. He was always good for a nugget of wisdom. But this one was the best one, and it was about balance. You remember lesson about the balance, eh? Yeah. A lesson not just karate only. Lesson for whole life. Whole life have a balance. Everything be better. Seriously, this man was Mr. Rogers and Yoda wrapped up into one body. Am I right? Definitely. So that clip is relevant to caregiving because when so much of your time is given to your parent, you frequently don't have time for your spouse, your kids, your friends, sometimes even your job, right? So in this episode, we're talking about creating balance in your caregiving life. But first, Jennifer, how's your mom? Actually, we have a, Actually, special, we have a special guest with us do. tonight. So I am going to take that question and turn it over to... Our son, Jackson. Jackson. The other side of the sandwich. The, right? The slice of bread. One slice of bread. He's one of our slices of I'm bread. so yes. glad to be reduced to bread. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it happens. It happens. So, Jackson. Uh, Jackson. How's your mom? How's your mom? Well, I'm looking at her right now, so that helps a little bit. Um, she's she's doing well. Uh, we actually, the other day, my girlfriend was in town. Uh, she's from another part of the state. Um, Lovely girl. We love her. Yes. yes. We like her. Uh, and we were hanging out on our back deck. Uh, when my mother walked out and was asking uh, if we could help her with choosing a dress for an event that she had. So my girlfriend and I both had to help her pick out a dress that she had to wear to an awards ceremony. I mean, it was I needed advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't blame her for that, although my girlfriend's opinion was apparently weighted more heavily than mine when she was thanked for giving an opinion that what? I also agreed with well, and gave first. So Okay, but that. you know, I... You know, I'm a woman. I needed a girl's opinion. Uh Mm. Even though mine was the same opinion. And mine, too. I mean, I guess, but... We we just got glossed over, didn't we? We did. She solidified it, though. Like, she solidified it. Uh Because, yes. I mean, you guys Mm. said you liked one dress the best, but... You know, your your almost 19-year-old son, the man that you've known for, you know, what, 30 years? Actually, by so. the time this is published, you'll be 19. There we go. There you uh, go. Uh, the, you know, the man that you've known for nearly 30 years or so and married or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. my girlfriend. Or someone you've known for, nine, I don't know, nine, nine months. months. Yeah. Not yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So what are you saying, Jackson, about your mother? I'm saying you don't listen to my opinion, apparently. Ooh. Oh, he laid it all out So I'm throwing you out of balance. Is that what you're saying? You're all all out of balance because I'm not listening to your opinion. That's it. Fine. Fair point. But, you know, whatevs. So we're going to set you free now. Oh, thank you. uh, Because he really doesn't want to be here for this Unless you want to hear Jackson about Nana. Steve, how's your mom? Okay, so here is the deal with Nana. So uh, I mentioned couple of episodes ago now, I think, that the uh, assisted living where she lived had lost their liquor license. Gasp. Gasp. Which is just terrible. So I'd like to announce, for the record, they have gotten it back. Awesome. We have like an applause. We need like an applause audio. We need a soundboard. Yeah. So, yeah, they they, they fixed that and, and Wind Down Wednesdays are back. 
So they didn't have to go with Soda Saturday. No. Which, Which, by the way, so after the episode where we discussed, I was trying to look on the bright side. You were. Hashtag I was bright trying side. To, right. Yeah. Like, okay, so you don't have Wind Down Wednesdays anymore. Do Soda Saturdays. And my brother texted me and said, I think it's hysterical that you think Soda Saturdays is okay. And I believe he actually said it in person the next time he was over yeah. here, too, that it was, was kind of dumb. He's he like, said, that I think he said actually that word that he, was dumb. He really was he threw you under the bus he did throw me under the bus how do those I mean, tires feel? i get it like soda saturdays in theory is like not all that great but if you don't have a liquor license what are you, something what least. are you gonna do right i was trying to go for the alliteration right alliteration so, okay. that's a lot of alliteration from, from anxious, anxious anchors, anchors placed in powerful, powerful posts. posts so speaking of movies broadcast news broadcast news if you haven't seen it you got to see it. Yep. Got to go watch it. So, you know, as we said before, this episode is all about creating balance in your caregiving life. So just the other night, I want to say probably a week or two ago by now, we were sitting on the Mullen deck uh, trying to work out what our next episode will be all about. And when I mentioned this topic, our, so the other piece of bread, not the one that was the other here, slice. the other slice of bread, our 21 year old daughter piped up and said, yes, do that. So it's all about balance. She remembered the period when we were trying to get my mother into assisted living. And she said, literally, all I ever talked about was that process. Literally. Can we talk about, sorry, squirrel. Literally. We got to talk about, we might have mentioned this on an episode previous. I don't think so. I try to avoid pronouncing it that way, which is how I tend to pronounce it in real life. You can't help it. Our poor friend, Julie. So Steve always constantly is like just saying it in a smart alecky kind of way, like literally, except that our friend Julie is now all confused (laughs) and she's like, is it literally or literally? I don't know which way to say it. She no longer knows how to pronounce it. Anyway, Hannah, Hannah did mention that literally that's literally all I talked about for a while there. And she understood, but she said it became kind of tiresome after a while. That is an example of lack of balance. So, you know, we have another illustration of how not having balance can create a problem. This comes right before, uh, from the time right before my mother had her back surgery. So we, we mentioned, you know, way back, my mother started having back problems while we were on vacation. Actually, it was back problems that led to her not having control over her right leg. The key, uh, the key phrase here, while we were on vacation. While we were on vacation, which we mentioned before. So after that vacation, because of the problems, I rushed. I mean, we got home. I unpacked a bag, repacked a bag, and rushed over to her yeah. house to, to help take care of her. So our actual, we were on vacation for our anniversary. And that actual anniversary took place actually after the the vacation. So Jennifer kindly brought over some takeout from a restaurant we all loved. And she brought our son, the other piece of the sandwich, who was just here recently. And they all came over and we were all going to sit down and have dinner together. And uh, after dinner, I realized that I had to run to the drugstore because something had been forgotten. And uh, I asked Jennifer and and Jackson to sit with with my mother while she was gone, or while I was gone, rather. And while I was getting my coat on to walk out the door, this conversation ensued. We're going to do a recreation here. Uh, I will be myself. Uh, I'll Jen- be Jackson. Jennifer will be Jackson. I'll be Jackson. Here we go. All right, here's Jackson. Can I come with you? Uh, why are you are you itching to go to Walgreens for some reason? No, but I haven't talked to you for a week and a half. And then I melted into a puddle on the floor. I mean, seriously, that just about killed me. I mean, Jackson's a, he's a great guy. He's a great kid. 
and we, you know, we love doing stuff together and I'd gotten so wrapped up in caregiving. I, you know, we'd been away for four or five days and then I immediately ran over to her house and he hadn't seen me for another four or five days. And I didn't even think about the fact that someone was, you know, 20, 25 minutes away missing me while I was temporarily living with my mother. Right. I mean, he was a teenager. He he fully understood that your time was needed elsewhere. It was needed. You needed to be with Nana. Yes. But if he'd been a younger kid. I mean, can you imagine? And maybe hadn't been able to voice exactly like the fact that he missed you. That would have been. I mean, ugh, can, you, can you imagine tough. it would have been a lot of where's yes. daddy? Yes. Where's daddy? Where's yes. daddy? Which just makes you, you know, turn into a puddle on the floor. But. So, you know, while you, the caregiver, are up to your neck or beyond in whatever's going on with your parent, you know, there are people back home who don't get to see you as a result. And, you know, sometimes when you do see them, like me, all you talk about is what's going on with your parent. And, you know, because that topic is constantly weighing on your mind. You're trying to solve problems. It's understandable, I think. So these issues are something that has to be, they have to be acknowledged. They have to be navigated, right? So, you know, aside from all of those problems, right, there are some obvious issues with your career. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of people these days have discovered they can work pretty effectively from just about anywhere that internet exists. Mm-hmm. And I, I, have a, I have a story here. So at one point when uh, Gagi was in the hospital, and this was prior to her horrific stay in a skilled nursing facility for several weeks. I was doing literally, literally, literally everything I could to not let what I was doing with her affect what I needed to do at the office. And frankly, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm just saying like, this is the the hoops I was jumping through. I was doing it so well that at one point I got a message from my boss, the executive director at the agency where I work, said, hey, do you have him? And I said, sure, no problem. I stepped out in the hallway. I called him. But I had to say, like, I'm waiting for a doctor to come see my mom. Yeah. And, I, and, yeah. and if I have to go quickly, it's because I need to make sure that I don't miss that visit. And sure. I'll never forget, like, the sound in his voice and him saying to me, like, wait, wait what? You're your mom is still in the hospital. Like he had known that she had Mm -hmm. gone into the hospital. He just did not realize that she was still Still. in the hospital. Yeah. So there's a piece of me. I was a little bit proud of myself. I'm like, yep, doing, doing my thing. I'm, I'm taking care of what I need to take care of. My boss doesn't even realize that I'm still in the middle of all of this, but also, man, that's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure pressure. to try to keep doing all of that. You know, when you're doing more hands-on things though, you know, like you're taking care of a parent in their home or in your home or in skilled nursing or whatever, there's only so many times you can stop that Zoom call to help your parent go to the toilet. Right. I mean, and I mean, I hate to bring up toilets or whatever, or whatever, but that that, or something, you know, there's only so many times you do that before it becomes a strain on your career, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully I was incredibly fortunate that I, I work at a place where I've worked for a really long time, mm-hmm. you know, so I've I've built and earned a, lo- a lot of respect and, and people know I'm going to do what I need to do. Sure. But it was a lot of stress to try to handle... <laughs> the personal side of things and to balance the career side of things. Let's forget in the middle of all of that, that I literally 
literally, literally. did not see any of you guys at right. that at that point. Your yeah. mom, right? Thankfully, we've she, always at that had time this. she was fine for you know yes. she wasn't quite in the hospital so at that point. You yeah. were home with the kids, yep. And I was. It was either work or mom in the hospital. Yep. And that was a tough thing to navigate through. So let's talk about what we can do about these problems. Let's address the topic our daughter mentioned first, because that seems like the simplest to tackle. So regardless of what kind of crisis is going on or how much you're worried about your parent, you have to. And this is a problem I have. I realize this. I I want to talk a problem until it's a dead steaming what? pile of meat. No, this is a problem I have. Yes, you know this. We've been married a long, 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 well, long, long, long time. We've actually talked about this, I think, in previous episodes about it can potentially even be a strain on the, ma- like, it could be a strain sure. on your marriage. Yeah. Because you've got all this stuff going on. And then beyond that, if you have children, it's a, it's a, becomes a family yeah, I mean, they, affair. They, they, they want to talk about their things. And all you want to talk about is what's going on with your parents. So you have to, and I'm talking to myself here. You have to make a special effort to be present for your family, your friends, your work during those times when you're not with your parent, right? Yes. And I think that you really have to sort of force yourself to make conversation about other topics, which I felt like there were times when you were going through things with your mom, I, I can vividly remember certain times sitting down on the deck and saying, Let's okay. talk about something else. All right. We have to talk about something <laughs> yeah. else. And, the, you know, the interesting thing, so we had a previous episode about guilt. I felt a little bit guilty because I did not want to come across as though I was not being supportive or that I didn't want to hear what was going on. But, you know, there's also a limit, too. You mm-hmm. hit your limit, and then you also have this I recognition. I feel like we're having a therapy session right now. I mean, we kind of are. <laughs> Actually, we kind of are. You it's have to. True. You hit yeah, a point where you say, okay, I've, I've listened, I've been supportive, I've let you get out what you need to get out, but also, for the love of God, like we have to talk about something else beyond some of the, but, I mean, some of the so, stuff you got to talk about when you're taking care of someone. I know myself. This is an issue I've had going back to when I was a teenager. It's circular thinking. I got a problem in my head, and I want to work it over and over and over again until I can come up with a solution. The thing is, with with some caregiving issues, there is no solution. You just have to make the best of it. You have to do the best you can. And you know, sometimes uh, circular thinking—it's—it's it's the type that goes nowhere. It goes in circles, right? And so sometimes there is no solution. And but yet, still, with my brain, the way it works, I want to keep working the problem. So you have to force yourself to make conversations on other topics, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's current events or whether it's the weather, whether it's that, you know, we're sitting on our back deck, look at that rabbit over there. I mean, whatever it is, you have to make a conversation about something else. All right. So just like our, just like this podcast, right? We do the, how's your mom segment when we're in the middle of stuff like this on the back deck, how's your mom? We do. And then you got to talk about other stuff. And actually, I mean, just a little pulling the curtain aside. I mean, Jennifer and I do this on the back deck. Uh, every pretty much every every evening, night she'll say you know if i've been over to my mother she'll say how's your mom and and i spend like you know 10 minutes talking about it and we try to move on after that so that's what you have to do yes you talk about how things are going but then you move on to something else yes. and because it can't be the only thing you talk about sometimes though the crises 
that you're in the middle of, they are so overwhelming. They're, I mean, literally taking over your, ah, that's like the word of the, oh, it reminds me of Sesame Street. Speaking of Gen Xers. The word of the episode is literally. Exactly. Yes. It takes over your entire life. You simply feel like you don't have time. Time. You don't have time for. Time. Time is finite. Anything else. Time is finite. You know, overall understanding is needed. So for talking about a short-term issue that's a couple of weeks of added time that's needed for your parent. And and that's that's the thing. I mean, if we're talking about something, you know, they got a a hospital stay, uh, a skilled nursing stay. These are short-term things. And yes, they're going to swallow your life up. Right. Any solid relationship, family dynamic, career, anything. They can withstand They can withstand that for sure. You can do things like daily phone calls, video calls, texts, you know, amongst your family members, Mm -hmm. your immediate family members that can help alleviate some of the issues. Uh, You're going to miss some of your kids activities. If if you're at that stage where we were certainly a few times throughout some of this process, it's going to happen. You're going to miss a couple. It's unfortunate. It stinks, but it's going to happen. It stinks, but it's going to happen. It's unavoidable. And you know, when all else fails, you know, ho- hopefully you work someplace where you've got some flexibility. If you have to take some time away from work, you take some time away from work. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you have that. Yes. I mean, hopefully you have that. But here's the thing, though. Short-term caregiving has a tendency over time to become what? Long-term. 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 It may not happen right away. It may take years sometimes. But eventually, unfortunately, it it, it's going to happen. I mean, it people does. get older, they need more help. So let's talk about a long-term issue that doesn't show signs of remitting. <laughs> and and before we got started, Jennifer noticed the word remitting, remitting and that I had in put the copious notes into the copious notes. And and I don't know if she was impressed or or what. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, really, a, that's it was the properly word used, used, but you know. Anyway, if it doesn't show signs of letting up. Yeah, or remitting. You got a spouse, you got kids, you got a job, you know, the, these things can only go on for so long. You know, you're, you're finding yourself spending so much time with your parent that all of those things are being neglected. It's time for a change. And that change is not going to be easy. Right. So you've got to, you have to think about additional options, which we've, you know, we've certainly touched on throughout all of these episodes that we've done here and there. But, you know, if you're living with your loved one, and you need to work, you may have to consider part-time in-home care or, you know, adult care where your loved one goes to a place. Yeah, I mean, they call it like, a, it's almost like adult daycare. Adult daycare, which I yeah. like. I mean, oh, I hate I that too, hate but that term, it, it's really but what it is. It is really what it is, yeah. Right? So that's an option to allow yourself uninterrupted work time. And that's important. I mean, if you can just, if you can get five, six, seven hours of uninterrupted work time, that's obviously important for anybody's work life, right? Yep. And, you know, depending on your financial situation, this could be difficult, but, you know, you can check with your insurance. Maybe there's some partial coverage available and there may also, you know, for these, these daycare programs, for lack of a better word, there, there may be some church-based programs in your area that could be a little more affordable. They take donations and, and whatnot, you know, and if you need more than a short break every day, unfortunately though, you and your parent may need to make a very difficult decision and it's going to be a difficult decision on both sides. That decision could involve your loved one moving into some kind of facility like a nursing home and assisted living or a group home. 
you know, your, your parent may not love the idea of moving out of their home. You, you may need to explain to them in an extremely gentle way that you have other responsibilities that can't be neglected anymore. And that's your family. That's your work. That's your spouse. So you can explain to them that this move does not mean that you won't see them. It doesn't mean you're not going to take care of them. You can tell them you'll set up a schedule where you're going to see them frequently. Maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe it's several days a week, whatever it is. And, you know, you can take them out to dinner uh, or you can bring dinner to them or you can bring a movie to them or whatever you want to do. But, I mean, it's a difficult decision for everyone to make, but sometimes it's the best one. Right. I mean, we've talked about it. You are going to feel some overwhelming guilt, 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 guilt. Guilt. It's a thing. And that's part of why we did the care of giving guilt episode before this one. Yep. And you know, the talk we described is a tough one and there may be, there probably will be tears on one side, the other, or both, but probably both. And the thing you got to just remember, you're not neglecting your parent when you do this. And, and it was a tough decision for us. We didn't want to send my mother into assisted living. We wanted her to live in her own little home that she loved, but it was not practical anymore. I would have had to live with her or we would have had to pay somebody 24 hours a day to live with her. And it just wasn't practical financially feasible. So, but you know, on the contrary though, you know, you know, fortunately though, my mother has gotten comfortable where she is now and it's, better in a lot right. of ways. She's got socialization. She's finally She's friends. making friends and, and they're you know, doing things. Yeah. So good yeah. facility is going to do everything it can to ensure that, you know, the residents are involved in activities to keep their bodies and their brains active. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are the, we've talked about these things before, but you just have to keep those things in the forefront of your mind. And, you know, the good facility also provides healthcare so you can avoid some of those trips to the doctor that for, you have to deal with for smaller things, for this, that, and the other. Yeah. Things, yeah. And you know, you can, a move like that can mean the other parts of your life, the other parts of your sandwich, whether it's, you know, it's the kids or your work or whatever won't be neglected anymore. And you can finally achieve the balance that Mr. Miyagi taught us about. Mm. Miyagi-san. So wisely. Right. Miyagi-san. Miyagi-san. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, as always, we say there are ways to contact us. You know, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you have a question, you have a comment. uh, Sponsorships, always welcome. You can email us, caregivinggenxstyle at gmail.com. You can also send us a text or leave us a voicemail, 804-723-1221. And, uh, you know, those, those numbers, that email address, that phone number are going to be in the show notes. So don't worry about writing them down right now. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Gen X Caregiving. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We have a page. I post there sometimes some, some kind of cool stuff. You can find that by searching the name of this podcast. We hope to hear from you soon. And we will be back as this is a summer episode. We'll be back in about a month. So please stick around. If you haven't listened to some old episodes, go back and listen to them. But stick around and stay with us. We'll be back in about a month, and we hope you have a great day. Good night, everyone.